this day be, and this is the Talk About God podcast. So, I know that I'm not the only one (laughs) who does this. I'm just the weirdo who actually likes to talk about it. Or, not really likes to talk about it, but actually does. So, I quite literally have spent the past two days feeling just like somebody threw me in the bottom of the cistern. And, uh, it's really annoying, right? Because I still, even in the past two days, knew that God was with me, but I was so incredibly me focused, right? That I didn't bother to run to him as much. And that's 110% on me, 110% my bad. And it wasn't until last night um, of a very, very kind reminder that he gave me that my circumstances don't dictate my joy, right? Running around this house, moping around, being a biddy does not glorify him in any way, shape, or form. Making the other people around me feel like they need to walk on eggshells because I quote, don't feel good, doesn't glorify him in any way, shape, or form. Now, it doesn't detract from how I feel either, right? Like, I still have very valid feelings. But again, circumstances do not dictate my joy, and joy is something that I can choose to have. And so, it was one of those things where I just had to had to go to my father and I had to confess and I had to apologize for being a spoiled brat, really. Because when I think about it, personal opinion, this is just me and my personal stuff, but when I think about all the amazing ways I'm blessed and then I have a day or two where I feel like I got hit by a Mack truck. Even those day or two is still nothing in comparison to all the good that he gives me. Right? If anything, those two days should be a huge reminder of how much I need him to get through each day. Right? Instead of a poor me, you know, wallow party. So, uh, just a reminder there. Just, just saying, I don't know if anybody else needed it, but I needed it. Um, also that fighter versus app is amazing. I memorized Titus three, four through six without feeling like I worked to memorize it, which is crazy. I, I'm a writer. Like I have to write things down over and over and over and over to commit it to memory. I wrote it four times four times I wrote this verse down. Um, or these verses, rather. Um, which is so cool. So I highly, highly suggest getting it. It does cost, I think it cost me like three bucks. But, I mean, yeah. It's amazing. So there's that. I have, um, started this new thing, walking into this new thing that, um, yeah, 
where it's called Wisdom, the Wisdom app. I'm excited to see what God does with it. Um, It allows other people, I don't want to say to interrupt because it doesn't, it's not really an interruption, but to kind of come into my rambling and insert their own thoughts and opinions and really have a conversation, um, which I think is just so unbelievably cool. So cool. And so I did one and then I've done no more. Um, of course, because I spent two days wallowing and that's what usually happens. But, um, I find it entertaining because I'm in the book of Isaiah. Um, and it's hard. I don't know if anybody else has read the book of Isaiah, but that's honestly where you see a lot of Jesus's teachings. Like you can tell Jesus spent some serious time in the book of Isaiah and it's not easy, which makes sense. I mean, son of God, hello. He is the word. He wrote the word. He was there when all of the word, you know, came about. So it would make sense that if he's going to go for a book of teachings, he's going to go um, for one that's, you know, pretty difficult. Um, but I can't remember what chapter I'm on, but it ends with basically saying, and I'm very, very loosely paraphrasing, but he's talking about how he's going to fight for Israel. He's going to fight for his people. And then it ends with, and all will know that I am the God of Jacob. So he refers to Israel as his people, right? And which is the name that he later gave Jacob. He he made Jacob Israel, right? But he says that he's the God of Jacob. And I love that because to me, that's him referring to Jacob and not Israel, now, the difference is why I think it's so cool that he does that is because um, if you read about old Jacob, you realize that he was not the best brother, right? Him and Esau, they had their problems. Jacob was a bit of a manipulator. Um, he wanted the birthright so very badly. Um, and I don't think that he wanted the responsibility that came with it. So he wanted parts and not all, just like Esau really didn't seem to care about any of it. Or maybe Esau took it for granted. I don't know. Um, but Jacob, Jacob kind of did, if, if memory serves me, Isaac, I believe with his, was his father and Isaac did these things too, where he would lie about who his wife was and, you know, we go down this rabbit hole. Um, but anyway, God was always with him. And regardless, God is saying, I'm the God of that guy. You know, the guy that didn't have the best reputation, you know, the guy, yeah, that guy before he changed into, before he became better, before he became Israel. Yeah. I'm that I'm, I'm his, I'm the God of, of that guy. And it's just like, wow, it, it it goes straight hand in hand with while we were still sinners, Christ came to save us, right? And it in no way means that we're going to be perfect. 
here and now. Um, I don't think there's any way for me to be perfect, if I'm going to be honest. I look forward to that coming on the other side of heaven. But I think that there is something beautiful in our brokenness. I think that there... I think in your brokenness, that's where your testimony usually is derived from. I think that, of course, light shines better in the darkness. And I personally know that in my lows, that's when I see God the most. Um, And so, I don't know. I'm happy. I'm unbelievably thankful that my God is the God of Jacob. I'm thankful that he gives me joy as a gift. Happiness is a feeling. Joy is a choice. And it wasn't until I was laying in bed last night that that actually clicked, (laughs) surprisingly. And I remembered that I don't have to, right? I I don't have to. I don't have to play with the enemy. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, but I don't have to. I don't have to join in. So, literally, while I'm sitting there, just feeling overwhelmingly exhausted and drained, and quite honestly, feeling gravity, truly feeling gravity, um, I, I felt nothing. I was insanely emotionally numb and I don't know if anybody else has experienced what it's like to be around someone who's emotionally numb um but like your inflection everything is just off right when you you just are blah and so you're not really that fun to be around I mean you're not horrible but you're definitely I mean you're still not fun to be around anyway So I had that going on. And then while that's going on, part of me was thankful that I was like somewhat emotionally numb, right? Because I don't think that with all the physical things and feelings and things, like it was almost just like overwhelming, if that makes any sense. Like I was physically overwhelmed to the point that emotionally I was just shut down. And, um... my brain just completely lost it. I'm so sorry. Regardless, I realized that I didn't have to. I didn't know the enemy was trying to tell me that I was like depressed or something. It was super fun. Um, you know, you're, you're emotionally just not here. Did you see like you're clearly depressed? Obviously there's something wrong with you. You're just emotionally not here. You know what? Shut up. That's so happy. Just shut up. Some of the nicest words, but sometimes the enemy, you just got to tell him to shut up. And I did. And it felt so good. I felt it. I felt that. Anyway, um, sometimes we have to remember that what we hear isn't always true. Okay. What we hear is not always true. It's not always fact. It's not always right. And I don't know, maybe being emotionally numb in the past few days 
was God's gift to me, right? Because on it, I, I think that if I was physically overwhelmed and emotionally overwhelmed, I don't know how well I would have fared. I probably would have been way worse to be around, way less enjoyable. And I don't know, I might have been on this podcast having a complete meltdown. I don't know. Um, but as it was, I was not in any mindset to really speak anything into anyone else. You know, it's one of those times it's like when you're going through a struggle, sometimes maybe you don't try to hold other people's hands and guide them through things, right? Maybe sometimes you just shut up and you just walk it out, right? And so that's that's what I did. So I'm sorry for the couple days of silence. Um, I thank you for whatever I know their prayers being thrown my way. I so appreciate them. Um, it was a definitely interesting experience that I have not had yet. And so I am just, I'm grateful to be out of bed before 7am <laughs> for the first time all week. And well, I think I got up Monday. I don't know. I can't keep anything straight anymore, but I do thank you. Um, I pray that you have a blessed day. I'm sorry. I don't have a lot today, but just remember that we serve the God of Jacob. And I don't know about anybody else, but that makes me unbelievably grateful and humble. So humbling. So anyway, get in the word. The weirdest things will pop out at you. If you haven't yet, I highly suggest you get the fighter verse, um, fighter versus app. It is, it is good. Start memorizing your scripture in the event that one day it's taken away. He's been pressing that into me. Get to memorizing scripture because what happens if that book is not in your hand? Um, Not saying that it's ever going to come to something like that. I'm just saying that like you need it written on your heart anyway, right? You need it written on your heart. So get to writing it. Um, Have a wonderful, blessed day.